I was riding number nine, heading south from Carolina. I heard that long, wow, some whistle blow. Warning, this radio show contains strong language, excessive use of alcohol and tobacco products, a whole lot of bullshit and nudity. We here at WBWalker.com are not responsible for any lewd behavior recklessness, illegal acts, or unwanted pregnancies. Directly calls by listening to this radio show. Viewer discretion is advised. WB, and I just want to say thank you for taking the time of your busy schedule once again to tune in to another Mighty Fine. Another Mighty Fine episode here of the Old Soul Radio Show. Well, hell, I, I hope you all enjoyed what I put out on episode 180. I can promise you, without a damn doubt, if I wouldn't have been drunk, I never would have done that. Honestly, thought about taking it down just because there's so much confusion involved when you upload a show. Six years ago, this is the first show I ever done back in June of 2012, and I even done a little, you know, prelog, I guess you'd say, and let people know this is not a new show. This is what I done then, and I've got messages and shit, and I believe I kind of maybe confused some people. I don't know, maybe I confused myself, but uh, I've had people ask me when I'm going to put more of them old shows out. I don't know if I will or when I will. If the feeling strikes me, I may do some more. I just wanted to kind of show the progression of where where I'm going and, and where I've been and where I started. Because I still got a lot of shit, that, a lot of goals I haven't accomplished yet. Now, there's been a lot of stuff that I've got to do, some really cool stuff. But I have still so much shit that I want to do with this old soul radio show here. But on tonight's episode, I got, uh, I'm going to do a feature show for you. A feature show with the interview. I'll feature some tunes for you from Ray Wiley Hubbard, the legendary Shack Shakers, and Old Hellbound Glory. Back in April of 2016, I was laid off work and uh, I interviewed Leon Virgil Bowers from Hellbound Glory. Which I don't know why the fuck I'm just now putting this out. I don't know. Just like with the Cody Jinx interview. I do shit sometimes and I get sidetracked doing other things. At the time, I was probably laid off. I wasn't doing a lot of shows. I... I don't know, I just, I knew I'd do it someday, but you know, that day is today. So I got an interview, like I said, with Leon Virgil Bowers for you. And I, you know, all together, I, I do think I got a damn good one lined up for you this evening. But hey, I played my first episode I ever done last week, and uh, I did play some Ray Wiley. So my first show I ever done, and you know, as of today, my most recent episode I've ever done. You know, they both have one thing in common other than WB does them. You know, they both got some tracks from Ray Wiley Hubbard on there. So, hell, here's a Ray Wiley Hubbard for you. 
telling you all about the house of the White Rose Bouquet. Off his latest release, Tell the Devil, I'm getting there as fast as I can. I'm W.B. Walker's Old Soul. Radio Show. Ow. Was a time I was wild, young, and handsome. I smoking cigarettes at age 13. At 17, I was drinking in the taverns with Irish poets, rocking tears, and libertines. At 21, I was a full time gambler, a card squeezer who blistered the bees. I carried a 3220 in my pocket And I heeded not the gambler's fallacy Thereupon I was asked to be a procurer By a young woman of desire named Olivia May So from mutual financial benefits We opened up the house of the White Rose Bouquet Olivia was a beauty and quite flirtatious She enjoyed the company of rakish men Yet we fell deeply in love with each other And prospered in our house of ill repute and sin And even though I was in love with Olivia There were other girls and indiscretions Patron of the house was a physician And he gave me a cure for my transgressions One night Olivia found my hidden blue bottle With tablets shaped like coffins inside She mistook them for opiate narcotics And swallowed the mercury chloride how my heart died when I found her In her green beaded dress dead on the floor At her service I cocked the 3220 For I could not stand the sorrow anymore Now the house of the white rose bouquet oh, Fell into disarray and was torn down Place is now a beacon of decency, for it's a theater known as the New Amsterdam. At night, after the audience has departed, never knowing where they was, once was a brothel. A figure walks across the darkened stage in a green beaded dress, carrying a blue bottle. Singing the blues in a dead-end bar 
A few is listening, most is a talking. There ain't a lot of action around the tip jar. The bartender is an old Navy vet. He says the VA ain't worth a goddamn. The waitress' name is Maggie, but they call her Black Betty. Bam, balam, bam, balam. Barker's wearing colors, got outstanding warrants. Her in a dark corner selling trucker speed. At the back door, which ain't ever been opened. A portrait sort of criminal is dealing with. Ah, the wolf is silent at the door. A blonde divorcee drinking Pabst Blue Ribbon Dresses as if she was Mamie Van Doren Want you to know that she got some standards She'll take little gifts, but she ain't whoring Ah, ooh,
go. That was old Ray Wally Hubbard for you with House of the White Rose Bouquet, followed by Old Wolf, and both these tracks are available off his latest release, 2017's Tell the Devil. I'm getting there as fast as I can. After that, there was the legendary Shack Shakers for you with Gardens, followed by that old War Whoop for you after the, off their latest release, After You're Gone. But hell, if you'd like to find out more about the Legendary Shack Shakers, I do imagine LegendaryShackShakers.com is probably where you need to go. Hell, check their wares out, see what them boys are up to, and hell, with maybe some luck, and they may be coming around where you live. You never know. But I tell you, there's a lot of people I've met, and there's a lot of people I ain't met, but I tell you, when it comes to people that I've never had the chance to meet, hell, the Colonel, old J.D. Wilkes, he's somebody that's uh, just not on a musical level, but on a maybe on a southern level you know i've just i've always wanted to just sit down and pick his brain he just seems like such a such a fucking you know, one of a kind type guy i guess you'd say i mean i don't know how to put it i would just love to sit down and shoot the shit with him you know what i mean he just seems like a as, as real as it gets you know but hell, like i said earlier i'm gonna here in a few minutes i'm gonna air that old interview i done with old leon virgil bowers back in april of 2000. 16 so when you listen to it remember it's almost two years old it seems like anytime i've here lately i've described the interview that's how i've described it so just kind of keep that in mind now before we get there i'm gonna play you a couple tracks off hellbound glory's latest release old pinball so hell here's old hellbound glory for you telling you all about them old hellbound blues on wb walker's old soul radio show i'll
friends it's my absolute pleasure to uh have a hero of mine here this evening on the old soul radio show for you oh, leon virgil bowers how the hell's it going brother oh i'm doing great just uh got back from a run out in the mountains running out in the hills you're yeah. breaking up a little bit though can you hear me better now i sure can all righty yeah hell i know all about running in them mountains and shit hell there ain't nothing like it is there oh yeah it's very relaxing Hell yeah. Man, I've been listening to the shit out of this damn ex- Excavators album here, uh, I guess for the past couple months now. I, I know the exca- Excavators have kind of been around for a while and shit. How did, uh, how did that album come to be? Well, let me try to remember. <laughs> oh yeah. Now I remember. You know, I just wrote a bunch of songs, uh, when I held out glory was taking some downtime and I called up my, friend Rico and uh, we just started working having a side band so we could play every night and uh, be out on the road and uh, we wanted to make a demo to make some shows so we wanted to we called up a buddy of ours who had a couple of microphones and a, a computer and he got the whole thing set up and and uh, we just recorded them all and we kind of started playing those songs that Thelma and Lori do and then writing a whole bunch of other songs but but those excavator songs all kind of fell by the wayside yeah. once we uh, once we got picked up by by management people they said those songs were just too too dark or too creepy is what they what, what I was told so I just kind of stopped playing them yeah, I heard that uh, I know a song that you had on the uh, excavators album that uh I guess uh, was probably one of the last things that you released, you know, prior to the uh, for the to the downtime with Hellbound Glory was the uh, the single you put out for the feud. Um, hell, I'm a I, I live right in the middle of damn Hatfield McCoy country. I'm right on the Tug River on one side of me. You know, it's Pike County where where all the McCoys was, and I'm in Mingo County uh, where all the Hatfields and shits you know were and still are. How did that song uh, come to be? I mean, is it just your kind of fascinated with the feud in general or what's the story behind that well you know I've, I've made that one up just kind of about you know this, let, me, let me think about it for a second what inspired that song well I guess it's kind of inspired by just you know a, a couple of feuds that my dad had with his neighbors out out here in the valley. In fact, there's one going on right now. He got arrested for assault with a deadly weapon against a neighbor about two, three weeks back. And now he's got to go to court on Monday 
judges and dealing with restraining orders and all sorts of crazy stuff up here. So I don't know. I just like it. I'm just natural theater. I heard that. <laughs> it's in my blood. But, but I got to WB, I got to say, I am related both to Hetfields and the McCoys. So, you know, I had, I had to write it. Well, I'm glad you did. I mean, it's it's something, you know, growing up in this area and shit, I mean, it's something that you learn about from a very, fairly, you know, early age and shit. And uh, me personally, I don't think that I have any Hatfield-McCoy blood in me, but I know my boys, uh, their great-grandmother was a uh, was a uh, great-granddaughter of old Randall McCoy, so my boys got a little, little McCoy in them. So, hey, well, I, I appreciate you doing that one for us. <laughs> well, I'm glad you like it, you know, I said. I'm pretty proud of it too. I like the other one that I like is uh, is Third World County. Oh yeah, which kind of which kind of takes on a the, the same sort of subject matter. But you know, Third World County instead of fighting with the neighbors, you're fighting with the banks or whatever. Yeah, yeah. I don't I don't, I don't know how much you watch uh, TV and shit because I don't watch a whole lot myself. But uh, History Channel, they have that. I think they done one season of the the real Hatfield McCoys or whatever it's called. And, and I actually know some of the people that uh, that was on that show and shit. And uh, one guy in particular, you know, he uh, was listening to my show one time, and I played the feud. And he was like, "Man, I wish we'd have heard this shit, you know, a year and a half ago, because it would have made the perfect damn theme song for uh, for that show." So hell, that would have been pretty cool. If that shit could have worked out. <laughs> Hell yeah, I might throw a fucking well, couple know, bucks you away or something. Time is, you know, time is, you know, I'm sure they'll make some more shows about it. Maybe one of these days will pay off. Oh yeah, seems like they, one year they do specials about the fucking Titanic and aliens, and the next damn year they're doing shit about the fucking uh, Hatfields and McCoys, so let's give another year and they'll be come back around again. Nah, it's uh, it's it's picking up good. I got you on speakerphone. It's probably why you're feeling it's doing that. But uh, the the program that I use through Audacity and shit, I got filters that kind of take any of the background noise out, so it uh, it'll sound real good. Ten four. Yeah, uh, something that I I really enjoyed is when you uh, after the uh, after the Halloween a couple years ago when uh, when you did announce that you know you was going to kind of be taking a a break from Hellbound Glory. I absolutely loved you know a lot of the the folk songs you put out, and by far, you know, it's it's one of my favorites that you've done was uh, when you covered uh, uh, early Nirvana track, Opinion. I mean, I remember that was something that uh, hell, I, I first heard probably 15, 16 years ago. I was probably 13, 14 years old, first time I ever heard it, and it's that old, I guess, the only time I've ever, I don't think it ever was recorded, but I remember it was something like KAOS or whatever up there in Olympia. They had rec- uh, done it on the air up there. I mean, uh, there's so many Nirvana songs and shit that you could, I guess, kind of pick to to run with. What was, I mean, I know what it means to me. How how did that song kind of come to be one that you really wanted to to, uh, to do for the folk songs? Well, you know where I got that idea from was I was on tour with a band called Ten Years. Yeah. A couple of summers back, they're a, a grunge band, and uh, we're out in Chicago, and I heard the thing for that band start. Uh, sound checking with that song. And I thought, holy smokes, I forgot all about that one. And it's kind of stuck in the back of my brain. And I knew I wanted to do a Nirvana song. And so I thought that'd be the perfect one. 
for for an acoustic guitar. Oh, yeah. I'm glad you dig it. It's pretty, you wrote some pretty good songs. That was definitely one of his best. Yeah, I know that here lately you've been, you know, every couple months or so you've been putting some stuff out, which I've I've loved. You know, I've I picked up the uh, the uh, the college girls and uh, I picked up the <laughs> going feuding and stuff, and I I've really enjoyed. You know, not a lot of people do stuff like that because they just it seems like a lot of people just want to wait till they have, you know, enough shit to do an album. But I've really enjoyed that that you've kind of kept us up with the. Seems like to me you'll just kind of get in the mood to think, yeah, I'm, I'm going to put some shit out, and I, I just I, I've enjoyed it, you know. Because hell, every couple months, like I said, you've you've had something out there for us. But could you ever see maybe something like Opinion getting released on maybe something like that? Well, check this out, bud. I'm starting up my own record label. I signed up for this thing where I could put out as much music as I want and they send it out to they send it out to iTunes, they send it out to Amazon, Spotify and all of it, and then they just send me the money every couple of weeks that it makes off of it. So huh. I figure I got all this material, might as well put it out and take advantage of this system as much as I can while I can. Fucking hey. Yeah, I've, like I said, I've I've enjoyed the the hell. I mean, it seems like every time I turn around, I've you know I've got the pleasure of, of downloading something from you and shit, and it's just man, I, I've really enjoyed it. I like the uh, the the some of the live songs you've done that you've included, you know, kind of like on these singles and stuff. I just, I mean, I just I love how you've done it. It's they've been great. Well, you know, I'll keep that in mind and start doing some more. Oh. You know, I got a couple of couple of tunes I've been working on. I'm working on some new covers. I was going to do that Tennessee Whiskey song from yeah. David Allen Coe. Yeah. Covering that one out at the concerts. Yeah, that'd be a good one to do. It's a classic. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Something, uh, I, I've always, I, something, one reason I guess I've always kind of been drawn to you is because, I mean, you're a lot like me when it comes to, I guess, some of your, you know, musical heroes and stuff. I mean, there's a lot of people that, you know, that are fans of Nirvana, and there's a lot of people that are fans of Hank Sr., but I don't think anybody kind of incorporates, you know, that kind of music together, kind of like how you've done. I mean, because, you know, it's it's obvious, you know, you've you've played Hank quite a bit, and you've, you've covered Nirvana and shit, and I just kind of love how you uh, kind of incorporate the both together and shit. But something I've always kind of wondered, since I know you're, like, from the Pacific Northwest and shit, is... Uh, and I've seen all these documentaries on Nirvana, and they talk about what it was like growing up for them, you know, in the Pacific North, Northwest. What was it like growing up in the Pacific Northwest, you know, in uh, in Washington and shit after Nirvana? I mean, it was, I know that uh, you, you're from originally from Aberdeen, correct? Well, you know, I'd say I'm just originally from out west. You know, I mean, I've lived in every state west of Colorado, Except for Oregon, I've lived in every single one of those states. That was by the time I was three years old. So I heard that. I'm from out west, but you know, I, li- I lived in Aberdeen for for you know most of my growing up. But you know, the, I wrote that song "Street to Aberdeen" about the day that Kurt Cobain died, and just kind of what Aberdeen is like, I guess. Yeah. I, when, and when I wrote the song, I wrote it. Uh, you know, I just thought about the town. And I didn't really even write it about anything so much, but I just wanted to incorporate a little bit of history and a little bit of, of you know, like folklore and a little bit of just everything into what the song is. So, so I, you know, I, I, that's the best way I could describe what it's like growing up 
Something I've always, you know, like wondered, is is there a lot in Aberdeen that kind of like celebrates Kurt's life, or is it something that you really wouldn't know that was where Kurt was from unless you just knew it? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah, there's a lot of stuff. There's a, there's a store out there that has a lot of, a lot of memorabilia and stuff. I just always heard a lot of stories about it just growing up out there because, you know, uh, just playing music out there, you always run into people that played in the band or jam with those guys or, or did or just partied with them or whatever. Yeah. And they all had, they all, none of them had nothing nice to say. It, something that, you know, I, I knew that, uh, like we talked earlier about uh, how you, a few years ago, that you announced that you was going to kind of take a break from Hellbound Glory. How did the, kind of you guys, or the Hellbound Glory name and everything coming back, you know, you know, everything coming back together, how did all that come to be? Well, well you know, that was strictly just a business decision that that management said I couldn't really use the, use the name as they kind of moved up the ranks. Yeah. You know, I mean, there's just too much, the name has too much baggage, uh, just in terms of ownership and stuff like that, to, that they just couldn't work with it. So they said, drop the name and try to build up something new, but, you know, that's easier said than done. Yeah. Yeah, I understand completely. I know that uh, there's been a lot of people, uh, you know, that have kind of, you know, t- t- tried to do things on their own and sometimes you know it works out good for people and and sometimes it doesn't i know justin wells he's a good friend of mine from fifth on the floor and and he's doing some stuff or he's trying to get together an album and shit you know kind of going out on his own and stuff and you know it's you know i've I've talked to him about it and stuff and it there is a lot of it's tough doing it going from a band that you know that that a lot of people know the name and shit and i mean it's it's hard to to really get shit going i way i figure yeah, you know, I'm not, I don't, it doesn't keep me up at night. I've been getting nine, ten hours of sleep every night, so. You're, you're doing better than me. And, you know, I'm still, I can still, I can still perform live as that name. I can still do whatever the hell I want, with, really. Yeah. But, that's just best to try and build up something else, too. You know, keep, uh, keep, uh, diversify, I guess, just do as much as I can. That's right. Well, I'll tell you what, I've, what you've been doing since uh since the announcement was made there a few years ago i've like i said i mean it's it's all been great to me so hell keep on doing what you're doing brother because hell you're doing it right hey i will uh, ain't no stopping me that's right nick uh here next month uh i think it's april the 15th you'll be at uh in in, in circleville ohio at toodles and uh a buddy of mine uh justin payne He's actually going to be opening up for you that night, so hell, we'll both be there. So I'm definitely looking forward to that. I've never got, I've never got to meet you in person, and I've never got to see you live so far. So fuck, I'm looking forward to it, man. Oh, we'll have some good times. That place is that place is one of my favorite venues to play. All the people out there are cool, and oh yeah, always had lots of wild adventures every time we performed there at Toodles. Hell yeah, yeah, Kelsey and everybody there—they're all a number one. They're great people. So hell, I'm definitely looking forward to it. They got good feed there too, right? Hell yeah, hell yeah. I'm thinking of some places right next to it. Maybe I've seen. I've I've only been there once, but when I was there, I seen people in there eating. So I just assumed that they have food. But hell, it might be like a restaurant next door or something. Yeah, maybe you're right. I just remember something about some good food. 
Oh, hell, no matter if they're making it or somebody else is, hell, good food is all fucking matters, ain't it? Yeah, yeah, you know, that makes me pretty happy. <laughs> I've been living off of McDonald's lately. It's probably not too good for me. Yeah. <laughs> hell, I'm fucking, I, I'm a train conductor by trade. That's what I that's what I do for a living, and hell, I've been laid off there for a few months. My old lady's back to work, so hell, we've been living off a lot of fucking spaghetti. I mean, that's about the cheapest shit yeah. you can make, so that's... I got spaghetti coming out my goddamn ears, I'm telling you. Yeah, could have worse problems. Hell yeah. Yeah, you can make spaghetti pretty good if you throw all sorts of different stuff in it. You know, it's easy to kind of uh, improvise with it. Oh, yeah. I find if you put a whole bunch of cheese on it and. Hey, you could put fucking. Try it. You could put cheese on any damn thing, it'd fucking be good, I believe. Yeah, it is pretty good. I'd say that's about the best spice, the cheese, the best <laughs> flavor. That's right. <laughs> well, you got any more questions? Yeah, I got a couple more. I, uh, I, I, when I knew I was interviewing you, I asked a couple people that you know that uh, I knew that was fans of you and stuff. That uh, I try to get listeners and shit involved. And uh, if this is too personal, just we won't even fuck with it. Uh, but I, a, a buddy of mine asked me uh, kind of what the inspiration behind a uh, a shell of a hell of a man was. Oh, that's a good question. Well, you know, it's just kind of a, a phrase that popped into my head. And, uh, you know, the first verse is just kind of talking about family issues and stuff like that, just people I've known. And then the second verse, it, it, you know, I don't... I wouldn't, I don't really write my songs for myself. I'm just trying to write. It's, like, they're not necessarily about my life. They're just trying to find, just, they're about, they're, I'm trying to tell a story and express how I feel by talking about something else. Yeah. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So it's not really anything, it's just any specific thing as much as it's just, you know, I'm trying to find something that, 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 uh, registers for people who may be in that position yeah yeah that's uh i've talked to a lot of different songwriters and things and that's the great thing about songs i mean you know you, a song like that you know a shell of a hell of a man somebody might interpret it one way and somebody might interpret it the other thing and you know that's what makes a great song is when some you know from different people that have different problems and shit or different things going on in their life when somebody can take a song and relate it to what they got going on in their life i mean hey, that's what it's all about yeah, well, you know, I'm, it, it makes me very proud that so many people have found uh, a little bit of uh, solace in that song, or just uh, that it's that it's hit home for them. You know, it makes me real proud. A lot of people ask me about that song. Yeah. Well, brother, I appreciate you uh, taking the time to uh, shoot the shit with me. Hell, it, you're the man. Any fucking song by any damn person that you want to fucking hear, what are we gonna play next? Brother, I appreciate it, and I look forward to seeing you next month, and he'll be safe out there, son. Hey, hey, I want to say good job. All right, buddy. Good job with the questions and everything. I appreciate it. Well, buddy, I, I try, man. I try. That's about, about all I can say. All right. 
spotlight of your heart As I caught your eyes, oh, I started seeing stars See, if it's after dark, then the season's always open Spring your loving arms, go and poach you Tell me, what's the dough like you? Do you in around here? If the boyfriend leaves you all alone, he must be a steer it's a forest for the dead, just like fishes in the ocean. So you by the bear, we're going poaching. Poaching, poaching, if you feel lonesome. Head out to some old bad roads and make a big commotion. No one has to know, so anytime, take a notion. Well, that's a perfect time for going poaching. Something that I've come to know About our old friend Cupid with his arrow and his bow All those little dogs you know Just wanting little coaxing They're waiting for a bow who's going poaching Poaching, poaching Don't ever leave it little lonesome There's always someone scoping out Some game to kind of poaching California where they sleep out every night I'm going to California where they sleep out every night I'm leaving you mama cause you know you don't treat me right let me tell you something
Tilted on what's that flower you have on? Could it be a faded rose from days gone by? Did I hear you say he was meeting you here today to take you to his mansion in the sky? She's 41 and her daddy still calls her baby. All the folks around Vallejo say she is crazy Cause she walks downtown with the suitcase in her hand Looking for a mysterious dark-eyed man
Got to change the strings on my ears 335 Tell the devil that I'm getting there as fast as I can In a sunburst Gibson in an all-country band And loving a woman who can outcuss any man Tell the devil that I'm getting there as fast as I can I met her in L.A. We was opening for some vote She had eyes mascarid like Eva Green She sparkled with wildness like the blue yonder She'd done a time in darkness and was two years clean She wears an old leather jacket It was made by Iris Saints Boots engraved with skulls and thorns She got a rink in Tulsa Still she don't like red dirt bands Being in love with her's like living in a thunderstorm Tell the devil that I'm getting there as fast as I can When a sunburst gets on it and all country And loving a woman who can outcuss any man Tell the devil that I'm getting there as fast as I can
the dying saints Held their faith With blood-stained prayers The wicked gods Gave the poets Regret and despair Now some ruffians And grifters Might fall in love With no hesitation Whether with harlots Or virgins It's no guarantee of salvation When I plead my cause Before the court of heaven Before I likely Take my place in hell The regrets I long forever Don't I see my love again And in times of cold She'll be alone as well
Well, hell, kicking that last set off, that was Hellbound Glory off their latest release, Pinball, for you with Hellbound Blues, followed by Sun Valley Blues number three on Bloodweiser. And here I am drinking a little Bloodweiser, Budweiser right about now. I'm feeling pretty damn good. So, you know, wherever you're at, whatever you're doing, I'm hoping, you know, no matter if you're feeling good or not, I'm hoping you, hoping you enjoyed that old interview right there. Now, like I said, after that, that was that old interview I done back in 2016 with old Leon Virgil Bowers, and that's the first time that I've listened back to it, literally, since I'd done it, and uh, I think it turned out pretty damn good, and like I said, I hope you all enjoyed it. After the interview for you, that was, uh, you know, like the man himself said, oh, oh Leon uh, wanted to hear some excavators with Go and Pochin, and that, after that, there was two more tracks off the latest release, Pinball, with Hellbound Glory channeling their oh, inner Jimmy Rogers a little bit for you with the California Blues. Followed by a cover from one of my favorite, uh, my favorite country singers, period, Miss Tanya Tucker with Delta Dawn. And after that, closing it out, that was Ray Wiley with Tell the Devil, I'm Getting There as Fast as I Can, off the album of the same name, with a little help from old Lucinda Williams and old Eric Church, followed by In Times of Cold with a little help from Miss Patty Griffin, and that one is also available on Tell the Devil, I'm Getting There Just as Fast as I Can. But hey, I tell you, any time that I have the chance to play O'Ray Wiley here on the Old Soul Radio Show, it means the world to me. That's the third record, I believe, that I've had the chance to feature for you here on the Old Soul Radio Show. And uh, hands down, the best response I ever got from a musician when I asked permission to play them on my show. And I've maybe told this story before, but it's probably been a while since I've told it. But when I reached out to O'Ray Wiley asking him if I could play his music on the Old Soul Radio Show here, he told me that I could as long as I did not try to make any money off his music, because if I did, he would put a hex on my soul, and evil monkeys would chase me in my dreams. And hell, I ain't made no shit off this uh, radio show yet, and I don't plan on doing it, so hell, if you're listening, old Ray Wiley, I, I promise you I've been fucking sleeping good, brother. But hell, if you'd like to find out more about Ray Wiley, raywiley.com is where you need to go. And he's, he's as good as it gets. Check his merch out. I know he wrote a book. Check his tour dates out. I've seen him twice myself, and it's always such a great experience. So if you've never seen Ray Wiley, or if you have, and if you want to see him again, just make a mental note to head on over to raywiley.com and check his shit out. I'm telling you, he's, he's as good as it gets. But hey, up next on the Old Soul Radio Show, I'm going to play you a couple more from the legendary Shack Shakers off their 2017 release, After You're Gone. So hey, here's the legendary Shack Shakers kicking it off for us all with Worried. Here on WB Walker's Old Soul radio show ow Down. 
was a day You faded away I let go of the invisible hand I've been out on a bender since I can't remember And lately it's starting to show All the lines on my face have been showing my age And my mind's beginning to go I quit right now, somewhere, somehow The beavers damage I've done to my fate It's far too late To stop a fender Once it's begun Another
Shack Shakers for you with Worried, followed by Invisible Hand off their 2017 release, After You're Gone. 
And I do want to say thank you to a sister of mine, Miss Angela Bastrom, because Miss Angela always sends some good tunes my way. I had the pleasure of finally meeting her back in, uh, I think, I guess September when I was in Nashville for that old Americana podcast conference. I met her at the basement, and hell, I was fucking blown away. But I wasn't drunk enough to to forget the fact that uh, her accent, man, if you've never met her, her accent really, really caught me off guard, hell. In, in a good way I, I fucking just loved hearing her talk so if you listen to Angela I really appreciate all you do and, and all the good music you send to me after old, the legendary Shack Shakers there for you that was Hellbound Glory with a song that you may have heard before but hey I love hearing it every time I get the chance with another bender might break me followed by Empty Bottles off their latest release the Shooter Jennings produced BCR release 2017's Pinball but hell, friends, if you want to pick that one up, or if you want to find out more about Hellbound Glory, hellboundglory.com is where you need to go. This record is available on iTunes, Amazon, all the fine places. So hell, no matter where you get your music, just make sure you pick this one up right here. But hell, I want to say thank you to each and every one of you that took the time to cast your vote for me for that old DJ category at the Meripolitan Awards. Uh, the voting ended, I believe, on the 11th or a few days ago or something. But I want to say thank you for each and every one of you that let me know that you voted for me. Man, that means so much. It really does. From the bottom of my heart, guys, I really appreciate it. But, hell, I just want to say one thing before we get out of here. Uh, I really looked hard for that uh, cover of Opinion that Hellbound Glory done. It was on SoundCloud or some shit, and uh, it's, it's gone. They, they took it down. It was a great Nirvana cover. But to close the show out, I am going to play Hellbound Glory playing uh, a Nirvana cover. And this is a video that uh, everybody has their go-tos when you get drunk and you're on YouTube and shit. And, and uh, this is one that definitely, sometime throughout my drunkenness, uh, I always uh, kind of, you know, just find my way back to, I guess you'd say. So this is Hellbound Glory covering Nirvana with Heart-Shaped Box. But hell, Justin Payne, if you're listening, I just want you to know one thing, and uh, this is probably the most important thing that I've ever told you. And uh, I probably should have called and told you this on the phone, but I just need to let you know one fucking thing, brother. Cheese, man. It's the best spice. Cheese is a spice of life. I love you, RJD. But, hell, y'all take it easy, and you you have your good one in. Hell, good Lord's willing, we'll see you next week here on the Old Soul Radio Show. Ow. Yeah. Hey.
sure does fly by when you're having fun. The words, you mean we've been here about as long as we're welcome? Yeah, I reckon it's about time to get our satchels and go, Hank. That's right. Friends, we'll see you again in the morning. Until then, this is Hank Williams saying best of luck and health to you. Thanks for listening. If the good Lord's willing and the creeks don't rise, we'll see you in the morning. Lola, put the coffee pot on. Put the biscuits in the oven. I'll be there right away, if not sooner than that. in town He sent you down the west call sit up to drown I hear he killed a hundred only two were found Williams on the waterfront he drags across the ground Siren sang Good night, Irene Oh, I'll see you in my dreams Those sound warnings Will be drawn beneath To end up as ghosts On the streets of Aberdeen There was a singer Stole the siren song And on the bank of the river Sang all went along But water don't forgive you Once you've done her wrong Came down his rain When they found him dead at dawn I'm insane. 
out to sea Don't let our song come back in harmony And on our Hallow's Eve Set the lost souls free And shine a red light on the ones who don't believe Out on the harbor Siren sang Good night I rain Oh I'll see you in my dreams Those that morning Will be drawn beneath The end of as goes to Home the streets of Aberdeen Darling, I ain't what I once 